everyone. Hi, hello. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I'm sitting here in my studio with my husband, Daniel Quant. Hello. Hello. Hi. What was that? Okay. You're holding. So Daniel is holding the microphone instead of putting it in a stand. But when he said hello, it was like he was doing like a slide whistle or a trumpet. Oh, you're talking about my my mic technique? Yeah, you like pulled the mic away and then brought it. it hello. Yes. That's like the hello, Jerry. I just feel like I'm very hot in this mic. Mm. And so I'm unsure of where to place it in relationship to my, my mouth. Well, to let so. everyone behind the curtain a little bit, um, with certain mics, like a condenser mic, which these are not. You want to make like like do the um what's this like a hang loose mm-hmm. signal, hang mm-hmm. loose sign like it's is it a shaka sure. bra? Uh-huh. You know thumb pinky spread and you want to be like that distance from the microphone. If it's a condenser mic, but if it's a dynamic microphone, which is what these are, you want to be right up on the mic talking directly into it. However, Daniel, you tend to be a loud kind of dude. <clears throat> Excuse me, and I project my voice well because because of all your uh, choir training. That's right. So, uh, but Ray, oh my God, what's his fucking last name? Morgan. No, not Ray Morgan. Ray Ray Adams. Old Hoffer. Old Hoffer. Thank you. I I don't. It's it's dementia setting in. Mm-hmm. Ray Old Hoffer commented that Daniel has no inside voice. Yeah. <laughs> inside, uh, which is at times. Fair. Like he does. He doesn't even have an inside personality. Ray is not domesticated. No. But anyway. Uh so my advice to you is stay like an inch and a half off the mic. Mm-hmm. This is your nose is touching the mic. No, it isn't. Okay. I have no depth perception. So let's address the thing that's on everyone's mind. Is there a lozenge in Allison's mouth? Are you gonna tell them? Tony? Play the Is There a Lozenge in Allison's Mouth theme song. What's that in her mouth? Is it a lozenge? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Let me start over again. What's that in her mouth? Is it a cough drop or a mouse? A computer mouse. Is oh. it a lozenge or isn't it? I don't know. That's why we're doing this bit. Can you believe that I worked for on that for three weeks? Um, I can't lie to you guys. It is a lozenge. Normally, I would do a special Patreon Friend Zone episode where I address the sound that is making you think it's a lozenge, but I have decided to just release this info from the paywall. It is a lozenge. I am a little sick because of this. I was not able to go to see Tony play with Motion City Soundtrack at the YouTube Theater in my favorite part of town, Inglewood. Uh, I'm not dragging Inglewood, but as everyone probably knows, because there was quite a kerfuffle. Hold on while I sniffle. It's just not easy to get there from here. Famously, infamously, notoriously. I was late going to a wrestling show. I didn't realize it was going to be such a big problem. Tony was really cool about it. Pete was really cool about it. Everyone was cool about it, except RJ City was very upset about it. So anyway, part of the problem was it's hard to get to that part of town at the time we needed to get there. And then we were there for, we were. So we need to relitigate. We were at the arena probably for half an hour trying to park, right? Uh, if not longer. So anyway, I had a little trepidation about going back to this. We part were of planning town. to leave early because he was yeah. going on seven thirty sharp, and then not playing a super long set, right? Because they weren't the headliners, so we didn't want to be late, right? I we hadn't. What time did you think we needed to leave? I figured we should leave at five. Yeah, early. 
Yeah. Or even earlier than five, do you think? What time? He was going on at 7.30? Yeah. And it was going to take a little over five. an hour. So I figured five would be good. That would give us time to park, time to get in, time to like settle. Mm-hmm. But then the night before, I was like, my throat feels weird. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, I was down for the count for a couple of days. Uh, but I'm back now. Lozenge in cheek. Yeah. Yeah. And what an adventure it's been. I and for the that- listener, this has been an adventure. People love medical dramas. <laughs> Can you turn my headphones down? I feel like I'm I'm just blasting. I'm- You're not, though. But yes, I will turn them down. Okay, thank you. It's just distracting. Uh, Think how it is for it us. Makes, it just makes me not want to talk because I'm so loud in my ear. Maybe if I do this with my headphones. Yeah. All right. I hope I'm not this loud on You're the episode, not. though. You're not. I'm going to turn. I mean, I. Okay. All right. This is good stuff. It's always great when we don't have a producer. How's it go? That's. We get it, Tony. You Tony's have more not, important things. Not in the house. Okay, good. You were asking a question. How's it going? Uh, hmm. How is it going? Mm. It's going well. I mean, I wasn't feeling well before. You probably caught what I, caught I had. caught it from you. And uh, so, but I've been feeling better. We suspect strep is what we I suspect. I think it's almost certainly strep. Because you went to the ENT when you had it. And the guy was like, <laughs> bad news, buddy. You have well, COVID. Well, so I went to the ENT and uh, our normal doctors were not available. Mm-hmm. So they had a guy on, on staff. Filling in. Excuse me. <laughs> Save that for the mic, honey. I know. Um, who is a uh, GP, you know? Now they call them PCPs, primary care providers, but yes, a general practitioner. Whatever. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, look, he was well intent. He was nice, but this is what happened. I go in and I tell him, you know, my symptoms, which were just like my throat was very, very sore. Uh and it seemed to be getting worse every day, and but no fever. Um, but I just want to get ahead of it. And he goes, he laughs. He laughed and said, <laughs> "I had COVID." Didn't he go bad news? You have COVID. He goes, "Oh, you have COVID." <laughs> and then he goes, "I'm." And then he apologized a few times for laughing at me uh-huh. for having COVID, which I, I I do think that's probably not like the way that a doctor right. should. Oh right. boy, you have cancer! <laughs> like, oh man, <laughs> hope your will is in order. <laughs> oh, you have kids. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, mama, you have kids. You know, like it's, or as Owen would say, "Mama mia, quesadilla." <laughs> Mama mia, quesadilla, you gonna die. Um, no, not, I'm not really scared of COVID anymore because you know whatever. Uh, we got uh, uh, Bill Gates's shots. For, we have 400 vaccinations. In I've us. got all. I'm a zombie now from the emergency. Yes, room. Yeah, it's I can't awesome. Stop eating people. It's so great. Anyway, um, but I, I was like, nah, I don't think I have COVID, though. And I said, so, like, what if it isn't COVID? Oh, you've had to push him for that? Yeah, because I don't. I was like, it's not you fucking knew, COVID, yeah. dude. Um, and, but apparently the new variant, that's how it's presenting. So mm-hmm. it's not like he was crazy. Uh, but the reason I didn't think it was COVID was because Owen had had this, these, like, uh, impetigo or impetigo. Yeah, like, days earlier. Mm-hmm. And then Elliot had caught it, and it's a bacterial. It's strep. Yeah. So I, I was like, yeah, it's but it's, mm, where would I have gotten it? You know. And so I said, well, can you just get me like some antibiotics just in case? Da, da, da. And uh, anyway, the antibiotics worked. It went away. And also, I took a COVID test. It was negative. So yeah. uh, I think you got what I had. Yeah. So now I have that. But because Daniel is a lucky duck who's allergic to penicillin. He gets super powerful antibiotics, and I get just regular powerful. So mine's That's taking right. a little longer to. Clean. But everyone can thank me when um, the antibiotics become or the, when the you become bacteria become resistant. Ac- resistant, yeah. Yes, um, yeah. So that's happening, and super I have fun times around here. Not enjoyed it too much. It's been a while since I've been laid out like this, uh, but I'm on the mend, so it's all good. Also, mm-hmm. you know what? This mm-hmm. is the time that I should mention the things I have to mention because I'll forget to mention. Oh yeah, them mention later. those things. You know, Menchie's frozen yogurt. Is it? This is not one of those things, but like, 
Is it like slide into my menchies? Is it like mentions or is it like some dude like Phil Menchie loved frozen yogurt and his dream was to have a place where you can squeeze it's your It's a good yogurt. question because I, I guess I always thought it was like some sort of ver- variation of a mench, like menchies. Oh, because Froyo is so Jewish. Mm. Let's just look it up. You know what? You know what, Tony? Well, uh, you go have your fun. We can do what you could do. But now that you say that, yeah, probably is menchies. Like, these are my menchies. Although I think it predates that slang. You're right. It was founded in 2007. Right. All right. The CEO. Oh, it is. The CEO is Jewish. Oh, my God. Kleinberger. Look at how much internalized anti-Semitism you have where you didn't think you thought it was ridiculous that a that Jewish people could own a yogurt, frozen yogurt shop. Well, I, I mean, who's going to do all the diamond selling and money changing? Um, it, it started out as a frozen yogurt and payday loan. <laughs> okay. Uh, Menchie's history. This is what they wow, want to the, know. Yeah. Oh, my God. You finally okay. get to know. The first folks. store was opened in Los Angeles by Adam and Dana Caldwell. Um. Oh, the name Menchi came from Adam's nickname for Dana, or Dana, Dana, and it is also the name of their company's mascot. What's their mascot look like? I don't know. This is good stuff. This is not terrible stuff. This is the place where the 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 employees have to say like, how? What do they say? Have a. Uh, have a yummy day or something. They, they do? They say something silly like that, and I always feel bad. Have you ever place. had to say something silly when you no. went to the place? No. Okay. So anyway, everyone, I have merch available. I no love way. it, and you will too. Please go check it out, alisonrosen.com. It's obvious how to find it once you're there. Also, I have restarted my Substack newsletter and I've been having a lot of fun. In fact, I have a whole one written on my computer right now, just ready to send it on out into the universe. So sign up for that too. When you're done, I have an announcement. Okay. Allison Rose. Okay. See, honey, I think all that they heard was when you're done, we have, I have an announcement. Well, that's all you you pulled the microphone away. All right. Fine. Cause you punctuate. All right. Just get it together. There's a reason, Jesus. honey. Jesus. <laughs> okay, sorry. This is not pet sounds. Let's not do studio trickery. Please continue. I'm going to make you use a mic stand soon if you don't get your shit together. Can you please continue? <clears throat> well, I don't know. Can I? I forget what I was saying. Oh, uh, okay. AllisonRosen.substack.com. Okay. And uh, Patreon.com slash AllisonRosen. Patreon. Uh, and uh, is there anything? Oh, yeah. Duh. Please leave a comment, a review for the podcast. We like to read them on the show. And right now, I just need, I've got a negative, I've got the negative one. I need a positive one to balance it out. So. Here, um, does this make you happy? I'm putting it on the friggin' stand. I am ecstatic. This just means that the chairs in here are wrong for this table. Everything's wrong. So it's like the chair is really low. I have to like. It's very awkward sitting here. No, it's fine. It's just uncomfortable. Why don't you be uncomfortable? No, go ahead. Talk. I'll just be uncomfortable for fuck's sake. So please leave a nice review on Apple Podcasts. And also, guys, rate my show five stars on Spotify. Okay. Can I do my announcement? Yes, please. Do Would you like us? No. I just want to make it quick. Uh... To anybody who uh, was a Patreon member at the... Oh, no. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Did your throat just close up? (coughs) I'm going to pause it for a sec. And we're back. So, uh... This This is where you would drop in that... SpongeBob meme where it's like two hours later. <laughs> <clears throat> so, I was making an important announcement, but do you want to address that or I'll address and then I'll hear your announcement. Okay. Um, my throat is quite irritated, and 
I don't know how much. I don't know that I can really talk that much right now. Uh, or for the rest of the show, really. This might be a very short show, even though I have a list of six things I want to talk about. Um, Should we just air a rerun? I mean... <clears throat> no, this is gold. <laughs> I'm trying to get out what happened. Uh, well, I just had like a coughing attack, and then I took the, the you know, aforementioned lozenge out of my mouth because I didn't want to choke. And then I tried to drink some water, and then it just fell right back out of my mouth. My throat was like, exit only. Yeah. And then I couldn't breathe for a little while. Uh, and then uh, I began. <clears throat> There's like disgusting gagging. ASMR. <laughs> yes. It was so awful. And now I'm very, uh, everything's very raw. Daniel, what were you trying hey, to say? Well, I was just going to say to anybody who has. Uh, subscribed in patreon to the level where we send you goodies mm. uh and you have one of the pop sockets that we designed or i designed um here's the thing they when they updated the iphone a couple of years ago they wouldn't stick to those new iphones which was a serious bummer because we have a lot of these and <laughs> but but also no, like a bummer for them Bummer for them. They want to well, bummer up. for me because I liked using it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I yeah. just got the new iPhone, and at least on the on the Pro version, it totally sticks to it again. So now, just heads up. Do you think if that's you have it? those and you have the new iPhone, you can use it? Are they advertising that as like one of the improvements? <laughs> I think it was in the yeah. I think it was in the Apple event. Uh, okay. So listen, since I don't know how long I can make it during this show. I'm going to put on my glasses and I'm going to tell you what's on this list. And then you tell me which ones you want to tell them first. Okay. okay. Wendy's Adventure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> me being sick. We already crossed that we one off. No. The Burbank Witch. <laughs> the Bug Zapper. Owen's Big News. And then Our Misunderstanding yesterday. I enjoy Our Misunderstanding. So I'm going to show I don't even remember it. Okay. So. so Daniel and I are hardcore budgeting right now. Right. We decided we are going to put a claim through insurance for the whole bathroom situation with the. Uh, we'll the, go through the proper channels with and just see sudden what... discharge of water. That's the the lingo <laughs> I've learned on TikTok. <clears throat> but um, it happened at I think I shared last time. It happened at a time where we were already like. Uh, what's happening to our bank account? <laughs> I don't recall it. It didn't used to look like this. What is going on? Um, our lavish lifestyle has finally caught up with us. It's a joke. We don't go out. We honestly, our expenses are groceries. And oh, I know. I had mentioned that we're going to start doing like we have it, a question for the other people out there who are also budgeting, which I feel like is most people right now. How do you save money on groceries? Because you go to Costco, it's three hundred and seventy-five dollars. You go to Walmart, it's two hundred and twenty dollars. Uh, where are the cheap groceries? Do I need to grow my own food? <laughs> I think there isn't a, there isn't an option. I mean, you just have to uh, change your ha- your habits. Yeah, you know that's that's the only answer. Everything. All right, right Mr. Protein Shake. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm not gonna get into that, but uh, the. Inflation is real, yeah. but it's but it, it it doesn't have to. That's so fucking annoying. It doesn't have to be. They, but whatever. So anyway, so anyway, uh, Daniel is very good at spreadsheets and analysis and statistics and things like that. Monte Carlo regressions and whatnot. Mm. And so he is putting all of this, all of our spending into a spreadsheet, and we're really like dialing. We're dialing down, guys. We're getting granular. Daniel, can you open another one of those waters for me? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, you brought the cost stuff in and I didn't even... No, I did take it. Okay. So there's been a lot of like, what... Do you remember what this purchase is? What's this? What's this? And he goes, what's Retina Vitreus? <laughs> no, or did you say who's Retina? You said, he said, who's Retina Vitreus? Because <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, the... Uh... The credit card statements. Yeah. Oh, like when they say the description. Yeah. It's so sometimes so hard to figure out what the fuck it is, and they had that hyphenated, like the way you would. Yeah. A last name. It looked like. 
you said it in a little bit accusatory. Who's Retina Vitreus? And I said, that's Retina Vitreus Associates. And that's where I went for my eye appointment. (laughs) Yeah, sure. It was funnier in the room. Okay. Uh, So you wrote that down as something to bring up on the show? Well, it's amusing me to no end (laughs) because just the like certainty and the a bit of like accusatoryness <clears throat> of who's retina vitreus who is she I, she's the eye professor the uh eye doctor professor bitch tony play <laughs> that drop eye doctor professor bitch so wendy escaped yesterday yeah. I, I still am baffled by it because the only time she could have she's gotten out. She's nine years old, and she's we've been very lucky. She's never ever escaped. Yeah, and um, in fact, I always am gonna let you talk. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, when people have a beloved dog and it somehow runs away, I'm always like, "How did that happen?" Or gets out. Speaking I'm always of like, which, "She was wanting to get out." Yeah, right. how did that happen? But now I understand a little more. I guess. I'm just going to sit here and wait for Daniel to come back. Waiting, 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 but not stressing my voice out, waiting. I had to let the bitch out. Yeah, they can't All hear right. you. So, yeah, I, sp- I said that into the mic. You did? Good Lord, you're the mic- a mic Nazi. I guess so. So, the only time she could have gotten out was when I opened the front door to get, there was a package on the front stoop, and then the mail. But, I... I wasn't out for long, and I I didn't see her at all, mm. like, come out. She she must have slipped behind me. Well, we got to watch the ring footage. We haven't done that. I was going oh, yeah. to do that last night. She must have slipped behind me, and then, like, it might have been one of those things, well, as I turned, she stayed behind me or something. So weird, because, you know, I closed the door. She's never gotten out the front door with Yeah. Her. So, uh, I never really tried. Like, it's not like, yeah. she's not one of those dogs. Uh, it's funny. My dad's boxers were always like a threat to escape, and now I'm thinking like, was it the dog or was it the owner? <laughs> like you know, right. like wh- wh- why were they so eager to get the yeah. fuck out? Um, but anyway, I went back and I was working, and I heard this barking outside. I I thought, oh, Wendy must be out back, and I went out back and got a call from our neighbor. <laughs> Who's like, hey, uh, your dog's out on the sidewalk. <laughs> and so apparently, because <laughs> she'll sit at the window and bark at everyone who goes by. She was just, she went out to the sidewalk in front of our house and was just barking at everybody. <laughs> like it was her, her dream is just to be able to get closer and bark, yeah. you know, um, at a closer distance at folks. And, uh, but then she retreated back to the, the stoop and barked from there and we got her in. But it was I had terrifying. heard she was. At the front door barking. And in my mind, this is after she was already in when I was hearing the hubbub of what had happened. In my mind, I was like, oh, my God, she wants to be in so bad that she was barking (laughs) at the front door like, hey, let me in like she does at the back door. But instead, she had her butt to the door and was barking (laughs) at the passersby. We're just so, so, so lucky that she didn't, A, go in the street. I mean, B that she didn't uh, see another dog and react in some way. That There's so many things danger. that could happen. But according to our neighbor, like she was barking at a woman who was walking by. I'll feel a little bit like, Hey woman, right. there's a, 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 a clearly a someone's dog. dog. <clears throat> well, uh, thanks. But also she may have been like freaked out by Wendy. I don't know. Thank God our neighbor saw her. Thank yeah, God. He's, he's... I feel so it's very scary. Yeah, I yeah. Um now I have put a air tag on her mm. collar because I'm now super paranoid about this sort of thing. But she's just not the kind of dog that seems but she's clearly Or so we thought. Well, she wanted to get outside, but she wasn't like running down the street. Yeah, but maybe she got a taste for freedom. Yeah. I don't know. She might try it again. I think it was probably fun for her. Well, no, it was fun for her. We're just not going to let it happen again. I still can't believe it was out the front door. I still feel like now she wants, she knows we're talking about her and she wants to come back in. God damn. 
God damn it, Wendy. Let's. In or out, Wendy. In or out. In or out, Wendy. In or out. All right. Uh, let's see. I'm looking at my list. I mean, the Burbank Witch is such a long story. Well, I'll make it short. Okay. We've told we've set everyone up on what the Burbank Witch is. Then just give them a quick up, quick. Yeah, a yeah. few years ago uh, at Elliot's school, they did this thing where they, I don't know, they had some offering. They left for the witches before Halloween, and then the next morning, uh, oh, there were cookies there, and so he was like, came home all excited, and Allison uh, decided to tell him that that would happen at home, and so. Uh, the Burbank witch, so-called, would come if he left something and he had to do something. It was like in reward for something. I can't remember. And so I left. Maybe I left cookies and a note. And then he got all excited and he wanted to do it the next night and then the next night and then the next night. And uh, I was nervous because I thought, first of all, this seems to be getting out of control. <laughs> you know, and also... um I don't know. I just had this sinking feeling like what, what happens when he finds out that this isn't real? Cause he seems to be, he seemed to be really invested in this idea that there's this good witch who's coming to give him special treats. And I felt like, well, what's the difference between this and Santa and all the other things that he believes in? Right. I felt there was, but I couldn't articulate it. Anyway, we kept, I, at the end of that week or so, I left a note <laughs> saying like, hey, uh, I'm, I can't do this every night. <laughs> so I'll just do it on Halloween. <laughs> a note from the Burbank From the Burbank So then last Halloween, she came by and left like a, a little gift basket for the boys. Um, and uh, it was so half-assed too. I just went to like CVS and cut like... But they liked it, didn't they? Yeah. Um, anyway, cut to the other night and he... What what was his question? He How'd said, <laughs> "Does the Burbank witch visit everyone, or visit everyone's house, <coughs> or just ours?" Right, and and I think he wanted us to look her up on on our phone. And we Allison, said we don't know. Allison said, said, "Oh, my phone, <laughs> my phone's run out of it power." And so I looked it up, and I was like, "Well, nothing's coming up for Burbank witch. She must be really like secretive." And then he was just like, are you guys the Burbank he witch? He said, are you sure you aren't the Burbank witch? <laughs> are you sure and you aren't? And then Daniel. <laughs> I was like, I'm not sure I'm not. <laughs> Daniel panicked and was like, are we, what does that even mean? What is that question? <laughs> I was trying to buy some you were time. Like, what is it? What is it? I became really? Clinton on the stand. Like, yeah, what is the definition right. of is? And then he hates when people don't understand him. Uh, which is like me, but he has even less tolerance for it than I do, I think. Um, so he got like instantly kind of frustrated and agitated. He's like, I'm asking, are you the Burbank witch or is there a Burbank witch? And then I, not prepared for this conversation, I just said, yes. Yeah, you you just said, yeah, we're the Burbank witch. <laughs> I said, yes, we are. And then he goes, he's like, for real, for real, for real. For real. And then you're like, yes, honey. I and said, then, are you... Are you? Do you feel sad? And then he got extremely sullen. He no. He said, "I wish I hadn't asked." Yeah, but then he got really, really yeah. like withdrawn, and he was sad. Was it was hard to exactly identify the emotions that were going on. And, hard for uh, you too, or hard for him for, too? hard for me too? Yeah, because he he, he wasn't talking. He, he wasn't was talking. Kind of he said he wasn't in. mad, but he wasn't crying. He's you stepped out of the room for a minute, and he said to me. But I still want to do the stuff. Yeah. Like, I think he... Well, he still wants the presence. Yeah, he's still... I. The question is, is he bummed because he's realizing that... Is it a loss of innocence or is it like, oh, no... A loss of swag. Yes, stuff. I think it's both. But I said, of course, we'll still do it. We just don't know what it meant to him that the Burbank witch was real. You know, so we don't know how much but whatever but the our, next day he was fine so yeah it our, wasn't that big a deal our fear is and i and i would like to gently ask him you know when it's the right time my fear is that 
he was talking about the Burbank witch in school. That's the sense I got from the and, question. Yeah, and that some other kid, the, you know, they didn't like, know what he was talking what? about. And then someone <laughs> made a suggested it was his parents. Yeah, because no one had ever heard of it. Right. And they're like, what are you talking about? That's why he said, does, he, does the Burbank witch go to everybody? Well, that's what we think, yeah. I, and I hate the idea that something we did set him up to feel foolish. That's my fear, but he well, seems fine. Yeah. So I don't know. He's I, a resilient kid. Yeah, like I just don't want him to suddenly be like, I'm never going to fall for anything again, you know, and become think, cynical. Yeah, I, I think that's a sophisticated response. I think if this happened when he was like 15 or 16, maybe. Yeah. He is on the brink of figuring Santa out. But I, yeah. I says, I predict. Did you say I says? No. I predict that he will keep it on the DL that he's figured out Santa for a number of years. So we won't hear, he may already realize about Santa. Yeah. Like we just won't know because he's not going to make that mistake again. Right. You know, he's not going to ask, uh, which is kind of how it was for me. I remember my dad being like, we feel, Anne and I feel like it's time for you. That was my stepmom. Uh, you should know. I was like eight. You're like, you're too old. They're like, you're too old to be believing in Santa. That's not how it's supposed to go. <laughs> That's what they said to me. You're too, you're too old to be like. It, they were like worried that I, that I'm like this kid. They were like, this kid's eight, and he's, this is something wrong with this kid. Like, you're, this is, you're too old to still be believing in this shit. And it's like, dude, I'm only acting like it so I can continue getting presents. Like, duh. Like every other fucking kid. I'm not going to let on and then have the gravy train end. Uh, I didn't, you know, you don't realize as a kid that it's like, no, you can still, it, you're still going to get the same amount of presents. Right, right. Although so I wonder if there are people out there where that, that it's like, where the family does go, oh, well, now that we agree that Santa's not real, then you get less presents. I don't think so. I can't I imagine. Know. That would be, that would be so shitty. I would actually be curious to know how people found out that these things that they might have believed in as a kid uh weren't real. Call in and let us oh, know. Oh yeah, if you have a traumatic story, tell us. I would like or to hear. Or even a non I would like to hear the non-traumatic. We want a uh, we want a variety. 323-553-2331. 323-553-2331. Let's oh, look at us. We're like a call-in show. Hi, I may be a little late in responding to this, but um, I'm the one that called about my disdain for K-pop. Even yes, the question I put out was: Is there like a cultural phenomenon that, oh, yeah. you, that you just don't get in the same way that we feel like Taylor Swift? We don't quite get, even though we've come around on her and now we get it. Oh, sort yeah. of. No, I'm Korean. <laughs> She's and Korean. I didn't leave my name. My name is Dana. Although I'll take the sandwich if that's how. <laughs> uh, how you want to refer to me, but um, I just want to let you all know that yes, I am. I was adopted by a white family um, as a baby, so I don't really have any any real ties to my um, Korean background, which I again may explain my my hatred for K-pop, <laughs> <laughs> even though I love boy bands. But yeah, I just wanted to clear that up, and also. Um, I just, I don't know, this is kind of funny, but so growing up, I have, of course, had all white friends, and I would invite them when we would go out to eat sometimes, out to dinner with my family, and my family sometimes could be a little loud and maybe a little white trashy, <laughs> and I hate saying that because I love them, but but anyway, I would invite my friends, and I would be happy when they would come because then no one would think that was my family. <laughs> Because, of course, they would always think that my white friend, that was their family, and I was just a friend oh. coming along <laughs> for dinner. <laughs> so I would be less embarrassed when my friends would come with me. Anyway, I feel bad saying that because, again, I love my family. But, you know, just sometimes be embarrassing when they'd be loud or, yeah. Anyway, I love your show, and thanks. I just want to clear that up. <laughs> All right. Bye. Thank you for calling in, Dana. I, that is hilarious. I feel like everyone's family embarrasses them from time to time. I was just going to say, is, was anyone not embarrassed by their family? Yeah, I think that's pretty normal. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, like, oh my God. 
I feel like half of my memories are just being embarrassed or just feeling out of place with my own family. But they weren't doing anything embarrassing is the thing. I mean, my family can do plenty of embarrassing things. But our, my feeling of embarrassment was just like, oh, my God, so, the way he's picking me up from school is embarrassing. <laughs> like I, The fact that their mere existence is so embarrassing. Oh. Uh, ha- just having kids at that age is at a certain point. I mean, not sorry. Just having parents is embarrassing. Proof of your parents, I think. I mean, the idea that I get to embarrass my kids picking them up from high school, though, is just like, I can't wait. Really? Oh, my God. Uh, I w- probably won't, you know, but but that does seem like fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, yeah, the um, the K-pop thing, though. I, I don't know that you have to be Korean to, to be into K. I feel like K-pop is really popular amongst just white mm-hmm. teens, you know, too. Like, I, I, it's pretty much tr- crossed over, hasn't it? I don't know. There's a lot of that, like, Asian pop culture stuff that took off with, I feel like, started to with millennials and then Gen Z, where I am... I feel very much on the outside of it. There's a there's like this store at the mall that I went to. The sh- it's like the Sherman Oaks Gallery. Is that a thing? Sherman Oaks Galleria? Yeah. Is that a thing? And uh it's like there's the there's the, you know, shops where it's um Japanese imports and it's like food or like little toiletries and stuff. There's that store, which I get. Like it's oh this San is San Rio if anyone remembers yeah, that yeah that it's like oh cool a, a cool like version of a nail file or you know just like little things and it's like okay or just little snacks or whatever but there's this other store that is like anime or manga and it's full of just you know tchotchkes or st- stickers or things and and i'm i look in there and like nothing my eyes don't land on anything familiar i can't make any sense of any of it none of it makes any sense to me like i don't know what what goes with what (laughs) what anything is referencing it's just visual noise like and I, i i i definitely think that there's this like that uh, there's more of a generational disconnect for me with that stuff than there is with like music. Do you ever think that. about for someone not American, like for a for a f- foreigner? Do we say foreigners? If that sounds like the oh, but term. but the store was filled with white oh, teens. Yes, okay. That, that knew what everything was. But anyway, go ahead. But do you ever think that for someone who's not from this culture, that estranged feeling? Um is what they must feel like all the time. Not now with Absolutely. the internet, but back in the day. Like, we just, I don't, sorry, again, I'm woke. I can't help it. Uh, we take for granted that things are for us. Um, but it, to the point where sometimes, like, if I'm, you know, if I see something that's like, um, you know, like a, like programming for, what's the, like telenovelas or something like that. I'm like, mm-hmm. like I have this sort of knee jerk, like, oh, that's not for me. That's not for me. But like, but but dominant culture is for me, and you just it you just take it for granted. It washes over you. So I've been to China and Japan mm-hmm. many, like in '87. So it was a long time ago, and I my feeling was that the culture there is further removed from our culture than just like Mexican culture or French culture or right. something like that, where, yeah, you could go to a music shop in France and feel like, well, I don't know what any of this is, but it would mm-hmm. still have like, you could still sort of piece it together. You could sort right. of make sense of it. And, and Mexican culture is like, we're, 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 ha- we get enough Mexican culture yeah. to kind of know what the signifiers are. Right. But now less so today, but like still Japanese culture was, it was just like, I'm, I could, I'm on Mars. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what anything is. I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. And uh, that's 
I still a little bit have that feeling. But but what I, I guess my point is that like younger kids don't they, right. they they're much more familiar with it, which is cool. I like that. About- Who's that comedian? Is there a Madigan? It was Kathleen Madigan, and I remember she had done a USO tour, and she was talking on the podcast, and she said that um, Afghanistan is like the moon. It's like mm. totally foreign. It's like nothing you've ever seen. Yeah, it's a, it's a very disorienting feeling. Mm-hmm. I, I think everyone should experience that, though. It's um, there is a set you called this like the dominant culture, mm-hmm. but it's like well, it's it, our dominant culture. Well, yeah, but it doesn't feel like it isn't just our dominant culture when you're here. It feels like yeah, like American right. culture. This is just culture, and it's like having the experience of going to another part of the world is it's really good about putting things into perspective and just going like, okay, <laughs> there's so much more and it's an exciting feeling. It's a very right. invigorating feeling to be in a place where n- nothing, even the toilets are different. Like it's good to do that. Highly recommend. Is there a better toilet than our toilet though? Like I know that yeah. the Japanese toilet, the one yeah, that's this- like hot heated and sprays your patootie and all that. No, I think that uh, the, the toilet i don't know about japan i think in japan at least then but in china for sure they don't have you don't sit to poop it's just a hole in the ground right yeah you you squat i think in japan they have that too but they might have both now what it's better it's better for your system yeah you were meant to that our our bodies are designed to poop that way (laughs) is there like a bar to hang on to or anything and what if you don't, uh, I don't get, what if you don't get a hole in one? You know, you get they get good at it, I guess. I don't know. So that's not what I meant. I didn't mean like have they is there a better thing for your gastrointestinal tract. I meant like more comfortable, better <laughs> experience. I mean, I think in, in other parts of the world, bidets are more yeah. are more accepted and part of the culture. So that yeah. That's I better. remember going to Europe. Uh, and it was like there's the toilet and then there's like what appears to be a toilet next to it with a faucet on it. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't the spray bidet. Like what we think of as the bidet now with the, with the little sprays and the jets and stuff. That's for that. Americans. I think that was like, look, you, we don't have yeah. bathrooms equipped with another thing. So you right. have to integrate it. But these are like, it's just like a, it's like a sink for your, for your bits. Why wouldn't you have that? It's like so stupid the way we do it. Like you wouldn't, you know. It is kind of weird. Wash your hands with just a dry paper towel. Right. I don't know why. Uh, anyway. Does this feel like a natural stopping point? Do you feel, I mean, is there I another feel like... call? Let's do one more call. Okay. Let me see if I can find it. Just hang on. I love, I love me some calls. Hang on. Okie dokes. Let's see here. Okay. It's a little long. Hi, Alison and Daniel. As requested, I'm calling in. Sorry, this is Karen from Scotland. Uh, quick backstory, I guess. I thought I called in before, but maybe not. Um, I was born in Scotland. Uh, I lived in England, Northern Ireland, Southern Ireland. And then when I was 14 in 1980, we moved to um, America. No, sorry, I moved to America. In 1983, we moved to Northern Ireland in 1980, and that's why we moved because my dad worked for DeLorean, the car company, and then obviously all that crazy stuff happened with DeLorean, with the drugs in the boots of the car, sorry, trunks of the car, um, and all that stuff, so my dad lost his job, so we had to move, and we ended up in Ohio, uh, in Columbus, Uh, so that's how I ended up in America, I was there for 20 years through high school, and... um, uni and then I met a guy and moved back to Scotland so I do sort of have a little bit of an accent but not I don't think I'd ever get it back I think I once I moved um, to America it's kind of you know it's, it's difficult when you're older it's sort of difficult to uh, <clears throat> keep shedding accents back and forth uh, my mom is still in America and obviously she spent like 20, 25 years of her life in uh, the UK. She still has her accent, even though she's been in America now for 40-odd years. Um, So, yeah, that is why I don't really have much of an accent. I wish I did. Frankly, when I moved to America, this is over one minute. I'm so sorry. 
Uh, when I moved to America, okay. uh, it was kind of beaten out of me, I guess, sort of not physically, oh. but, um, you know, it was high school. It was a freshman year and, uh, people make fun of the accent, which is so strange now because everybody in America now thinks Scottish accents are just amazing. Um, <laughs> so I tried extra hard to get rid of the accent. Um, and so maybe I put some kind of weird block on my brain that I can't ever get it back, which is very sad. And touching on the true crime thing, just just a little bit. Um, I'm totally with, with uh, Daniel on that. Um, I mean, I've been reading true crime since I was really young, and this next new wave of it is sort of, I find, find it kind of icky as well. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway, that's the explanation, and this is Karen from Scotland, and we have lovely weather for a change. Take care, everyone. Thank you, Karen from Scotland. Now we have a bigger picture of all of it. Her accent Really, like, like, if I didn't know anything about her, I would say she's just British. Well, yeah, she's got, like, an almost transcontinental. Yeah. Or, yeah, transatlantic. Uh, It's funny. But I barely detect any Scottish accent there. Did you know, speaking of the something in her call made me think of this, um, apparently it was good luck in the 1800s to bury a cat under a house. Because I keep encountering these TikToks where people are like, what is no sorry it's reddits on the what is this thread and like they'll find a skeleton and it'll be identified as a cat skeleton like in their houses like under the crawl space or something gross (laughs) what made you think that well i have a vague memory that karen's original call that had to do with true crime had something to do with a cat i could be wrong yeah, the funny thing about true crime is I don't have any problem with like books about true crime, you know? Like I feel like books that get into things that happened, that seems harmless to right. me. Um there's something about making it entertain like Yeah, like the, turning it yeah. into something where it's like ooh, you right. know, where I don't know. Um Well now I gotta figure out what her her other call was here it is i can read the transcript i'm curious what yes people... she had a 19 year old cat named jezebel and she died three weeks before oh, she called in that's right i remember oh, that and they buried her in the back garden um yes and she would always listen to the ground to make sure that she wasn't oh. still alive and then she said she laughed um no she i don't know if she laughed I'm going to imagine she laughed. And she thought to herself, because she loves true crime so much. Right. Um, yeah. I wonder what the people in where she lives now think of her accent. Like, where do they right. think she's from? Uh-oh, Karen, you are not off the hook. Uh, We're going to need another call, and we need to know what your what the feedback is. Do they think you have an American accent? Yeah, like, what does it sound like to them? Hmm. Do they think transatlantic or do they just think, oh, you, what are you from Ohio? Do you have an alarm set? No. Do I have an alarm you set? You must. Oh, this explains why my alarm didn't go off this morning at 6.53. Uh-huh. It went off. You set it for PM. Yeah. I. That's so funny because when my alarm didn't go off this morning, I was like, that's weird. I thought I said it. Mm. Boy, I am falling apart at the seams. Listen, everyone, thanks for putting up with us. This is a rough one. It was a little hard for me personally. I yeah. feel like for them, it was just a cakewalk. I hope it was good for people to listen to. I hope it was enjoyable. Yeah. Maybe. I hope that I will d- be myself next time. You will be. I mean, or you won't. I just read a list of like, it was like phrases that you didn't realize were actual common phrases that you didn't realize were problematic and cakewalk is on there. And I just said it. Why is that problematic? <sighs> um, it had to do with now. I don't even, I didn't even fact check this. So I don't know if it's true, but I think that slaves would perform this thing for white people where it was like they were actually making fun of them, but, but the white people didn't realize and thought it was really funny and then would give them cake. That's what I read. I don't know if that's true. Like they would do a certain performative walk? I don't know how much walking was really involved. Walking for cake. 
I'm gonna look it. I gotta look it up. I mean, probably true. Who the fuck? We're gonna bring this home in a second, but cake walk. But I guess the thing about that stuff, it's like the word, uh, yeah, hysterical, right? Like, right. That's a problematic word in its origin, except you get to a certain point where nobody knows its origin, right? And so, so is it still problematic if nobody fucking has any idea where it came from? Like, it's not like people using it are thinking, like, racist thoughts. Right. The cakewalk... Okay, so according to Birmingham Historical Society, the cakewalk was a pre-Civil War dance originally performed by slaves on plantation grounds. The uniquely American dance... Do we want to claim that, uniquely American? Uh, Was first known as the prize walk. The prize was an elaborately decorated cake. I need to know a little more about the cake, but I hear what they're saying. So anyway, I hope this was an enjoyable, what's a not problematic way to say cakewalk? I don't know, but the depth of evil that existed in this country for hundreds of years is chilling. Oh, yeah. Chilling. And I think that it's, I know there's this like effort to stamp out any education about that or any sensitivity to it. But like, I think it's, I think it's important not to, because I don't think it's gone. I think it's sublimated. It's it's here, but man, it's fucked. It's fucking crazy when you think of that shit. Yeah, I know. I I could uh, say more about it, but uh, uh, trying to wrap it up. Yeah, and it would just get a little bit didactic. But still, okay. Listen, everyone. Thank you for listening, Daniel. Where might we find you? You might find me on Instagram. Uh, you know, I don't know. <sighs> Wandering the streets. Barking outside the front door. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, threads. I uh, maybe I'll try blue sky again. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. At at Daniel Quants. As of this recording, Greg Heller and Lizzie Cooperman are going to be on the Thursday show. That'll be great, and I'm excited. That's a good matchup. That yes, I think it'll be good. Lizzie, Uh, Lizzie's fucking hilarious. She's great. She's so funny. We got to see her. We got to see her perform her stand up because I've seen clips and it's so good. Uh, I guess it's time to end. <laughs> you guys, guys, don't give up on us. Give us just just one more week is all we ask. <laughs> we love that you're still with us. I'm sorry, I can't help it. Yeah. There's bacteria eating away at my body. It is. It's really gross. I, sh- I showed Daniel pictures of the back of my throat. So, it is so gnarly. Nice. It is, oh boy. No. All right, listen. I, uh, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show?